There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best Today. It is Friday, April 3, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Hello, everyone. I know everyone's angry. Don't worry. We're on the same page. <laughs> um, so, you know, you might have seen on Twitter the hashtag Duterte now has been trending at least uh, the last few days. So I will share my thoughts on that in a little bit. But I got a lot of stuff that I want to talk about today. Uh, so I want to start, I guess I should start on like more positive news, positive notes. So let's get right to that. First of all, uh, I just want to talk about what I've been watching lately. Uh, so on Netflix, if you have a Netflix, like I think you all should, it's an investment <laughs> right now in this time. You should watch the shows Kim's Convenience and Community. So Kim's Convenience, uh, it's been on Netflix for uh, a while now. But there's, they just released season four. So good news for all you uh, first-timers out there. You know, you Kim's Convenience Virgins. You get four full seasons of the this great show. So the premise of Kim's Convenience, it's a Canadian show. But if you didn't know anything about Canada, you'd probably just think it was an American show. Because they, their accents are very... There's no, like, Canadian accent. Is there a Canadian... There is a Canadian accent, right? Like the A or whatever. They call soda pop, I guess, maybe. But it, it's it's uh it's it's about a Korean family, Korean Canadian family. Well, no, no, the the mom and dad are are co Korean. They're Korean, but their their kids are Korean Canadian. So they grew up in Canada, right? So it's about they own this convenience store, and it's just uh it's just it's a it's a sitcom. So it's like twenty twenty three twenty four minutes, and each episode is just it's really light for the most part. But there is a lot of heartfelt. There are a lot of heartfelt moments. Sobrang ganda, guys. You should really. I seen it's just give it a shot. Siguro mga ano three or four episodes. Tapos ano malalaman niyo kung ano kung trip niyo or not. I think once you get to the third or fourth episode and you're not feeling it, just let it go. It's all good. Uh, another show that I haven't seen in years, actually years, literally years. I uh, is called Community. This show is great. Um, it's about these six. Is it six of them? Hold on, let me just Google it. How many of them? Uh, I think it's six. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, there's seven of them. Seven uh, people in a community college, and they form a study group, and they're from all walks of life. It's it stars um, Donald Glover is one of the stars there. Uh, Pierce is played by who's that guy? Chevy uh, Chevy 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 Chase, the comedian from like you know he was really big in like the seventies seventies eighties. And a bunch of other like really talented actors and actresses. It's it's true. It's really funny. Uh, it you should you should just check it out. Community, same thing. Give it three or four episodes. If you're not digging the style of humor, then let it go. Because I I feel like these are these shows are either you love them or you hate them. Because Kim's Convenience, I recommended it to a few people, and uh, there's a few who are like this show's really boring. But then the ones that have liked it, they're like this show is so good. 
same thing with community. Like, uh, I, I try to recommend community before, and some someone I knew was like, it's not funny, and I, I respect it. Speaking of yesterday, uh, I, on a little side note, speaking of things that I don't like, on Instagram Live, I've been going on Instagram Live every day for like the past six or seven days, if you want to check that out. Like in the afternoon, like right before sunset, so 5 or 6 p.m., I go on IG Live. And yesterday, I went on this rant about Aquaman, the movie. Have I ever made my thoughts clear on how f- that movie fucking sucks balls? <laughs> I hate Aquaman. I That movie is so bad. And I was so shook that it got... Let's see. Aquaman, Rotten Tomatoes. I was so shook that it, it got uh, positive reviews. Aquaman on Rotten Tomatoes has a 66% certified fresh. So, I mean, it's not the best score. But the fact that 66% of critics liked it, it still has me in, in awe. That movie was hot basura. Hot garbage, man. Never, never, ever could watch this movie again. It's so bad. Such a bad movie. Have, have you guys seen Aquaman? It sucks. <laughs> uh, speaking of other things that I've watched recently, uh, I relived the 2016 NBA Finals on YouTube. There's a mini movie uh, released by the NBA itself. So if you're a fan of uh, of, the ba- of basketball, the NBA, if you want to relive that classic, you know, comeback from three to one down of the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors, it was awesome. You know, that was such a great rivalry. I feel like it could have kept going, but then Kevin Durant came. And just fuck shit up. Like they just stack teams. You know? And not that there is anything really wrong with that. I just I feel like it, it really... It doesn't count. Because if you've played... If you've ever played basketball. If you've ever played basketball. Like pickup basketball. And you you know sometimes you go play pickup on the courts outside. And you have to form teams with people that you maybe haven't met yet. Or, you, you, or just with random people on the thing. So eventually you're going to find out who the best player is, right? So imagine finding the best player and then forming a team with like all the other best players. And then you just start stomping on everyone. It's boring. It becomes boring. Like no one wants, of course, the winning team is having fun, but the other teams, they're like, fuck, man. And I just, it just felt like that. Anyway, moving on. What did I want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk about ground beef. I have here in my note because I have a note. Before I talk to you guys, I don't have a script. But I have notes, but it's just like single words. <laughs> so sometimes I forgot why I put it now. Ground beef. Uh, I went to the grocery store yesterday and it's my first time to ever purchase ground beef from like the, you know, how they have like a, a meat section where, you know, there's there's butchers back there and they just chop your shit up. So I was recommended by a few people to get some ground beef. So when I got to the ground beef, I was looking through the glass. I saw it. I was like, oh, there it is. And the price was like 200 Let's say not in two hundred twelve pesos, and uh, and I was like, okay, this is probably per kilo. So you know, I bought, I've been buying a lot of ribeye steaks, <clears throat> and you guys know that, right? So a ribeye steak, uh, two hundred twelve pesos is probably going to get me around a, maybe a three hundred gram steak. So when I saw the price, two hundred something pesos for a kilo, I was like, okay. At first, I didn't think about this, the the how big a steak was versus like you know ground beef. So I ordered two kilos. I was like, fuck it. I mean, I, that's probably not that much meat. Oh, my God. It's a lot of meat. It wasn't even two kilos. I asked the guy to stop after he, like, filled this whole bag. It looks like, you know those, uh, 
I don't know how to compare it. It's like it's in a big plastic bag now. You, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, you ever play those those? Uh, you ever watch those movies where like some guy gets his 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 he gets shot and like his his liver is pouring out of his body. I feel like that's how much <laughs> his intestines rather like his intestines are falling out of his body. And like he's holding it in his hands, like in those war movies. That's I feel like that's how much fucking ground beef I bought. <laughs> it's so much. Never buy two kilograms if you're if it's for yourself. Anyway, I'm gonna learn how to cook that today. Uh, and on that note, yesterday I I cooked some uh, like I cooked like this shrimp omelet, which doesn't really count because the shrimp was already cooked and peeled, but it was frozen, so I just heated it up really fancy. All right, what else? What else is in my notes here? Before we move on to, I know you guys are all here to hear my thoughts on President Rodrigo Duterte. But before we do that, um, here have some more notes for you. Oh, okay, I've been watching this show. Uh, actually, I watched it a couple months ago. Uh, I picked, uh, I watched like the third up to episode three, and then for whatever reason, I just stopped watching. Not that it wasn't that interesting, but I think I just I lost track. It's not on Netflix. It's actually an HBO show, and it's called Barry B A R R Y. This show is awesome. All right, it's it's a drama. It's a dramedy, so it's drama comedy. And tungkol uh, sa isang ano, isang hitman. It's about a hitman who uh, he wants to become an actor. He wants to leave his life of being a hitman and become an actor. And that's, I mean, it sounds like a very basic premise, and it is, but it, there's a lot of, you know, there's not that many twists, but it's like, it's funny seeing him trying to adjust to a normal life, but also having his old life kind of always reappearing and having to reinsert itself into his 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 newly changed life. It's good. It stars uh, Bill Heater. Be, you know, you guys probably know him. If you don't know him by name, once you Google his face, you'll be like, yeah, I've seen that guy. B-I-L-L-H-E-D-E-R. He was, uh, maybe you might be familiar with him in Trainwreck. He was the main guy in Trainwreck. He was also like one of the police. He was the other policeman not that wasn't Seth Rogen in Superbad. He was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He was the best friend of, of um, Jason Siegel. Those are the three roles that stand out in my head when I think of Bill Heater. But it's a good show. Go watch it. It's It's really good. I'm on season two now. There's only two seasons so far, but it hasn't been canceled yet, so... There's probably going to be more. I'm on episode five of season two. So please watch it if you have a chance. Um, <laughs> okay, before I know, I know, JC, get to the important things. Don't be apolitical. Don't worry, guys. I'm not apolitical, but I just wanted to share some. You know, there's so much of this stuff going online already. Like, I feel like we should just kind of, you know, just let's just ease into it. I'm, I'm, I'm lubing you guys up. Because I know you guys want to just fuck this guy, right? So I'm lubing you guys up right now. I'm going to, you know, using some, what is this? Water-based lubricant. And maybe some spit because I'm spitting into this microphone, okay? Um, there's some things uh, that I also have seen online that I wanted to talk about. So here we go. Um, oh, I saw earlier this morning on CNN Philippines that... Uh, their government's already planning mass testing come April 14. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it's something like that. So please go, 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 go Google it first. But April 14, I think they're planning mass testing. If I can find it here, <laughs> where is that tweet? 
anyway, that's great news. I'm so glad. I hope that it uh, help it pushes through. I hope that's where the 200 whatever billion pesos is going. Uh, and I just you know we just we just gotta have mass testing, dude. That's where it is. That's where it's at. We really need to have mass testing that because I don't think we can have a enhanced uh, enhanced community quarantine all all month like or like for we can't extend it longer than like maybe a week or two, maybe like a modified quarantine would be better, uh, but we need mass testing for that to happen. Yeah, now, um, ba, 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 Zoom bombing. Have you guys heard of Zoom bombing? I just I just read about this uh, a couple a uh, couple hours ago or yesterday or last night I think. So you guys use you a lot of you are probably are familiar with Zoom now Z O O M uh, it's the video calling which is weird because you know no one uses Skype <laughs> Remember when Skype was the biggest fucking thing now it's Zoom right so Zoom Zoom video communications so recently they have been uh facing a lot of backlash because of something that even the FBI now has been warning about called Zoom bombing Z O O M bombing b-o-m-b-i-n-g so basically what happens is that uh like in random video calls like sometimes people random people are able to drop into your call and just start you know saying profanities and showing like graphic images and shit it's like a security flaw in zoom so that's pretty wild man can you imagine like you're just you know you're you're doing a fan only cam show for someone and then someone comes in and just takes a screenshot of your asshole <laughs> I'd be like, no, bro, delete that. Um, yeah, so uninvited guests can zoom. Some are able to zoom bomb online gatherings, and it's become a big enough problem that the FBI is now on the case. Uh, zoom had to update its software to prevent it from sending data from iOS device users to Facebook. So Zoom faces uh, additional security flaws. Blah blah blah. Uh, that that's it right now. So basically, it, there's vulner there's vulnerabilities in the Zoom app. So please, don't flash your titties, don't show your dick on Zoom. Just keep it profesh, all right. Just in case some of you have wild like orgies on Zoom, I highly suggest that you stray away from that for now. For now, or you could do it. What's the password? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, here's a cool thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes, the uh, the Terminator himself, personally delivered a cargo of 50,000 masks to doctors on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic. It's very Vico Soto of him, right? Very Vico Soto of you, Arnold. Arnold, I came to deliver the face mask. That's a terrible impression. Mm-mm-mm. So, you know, he was the former governor of California, as you probably know. So he went to uh, the hospitals over there and donated here in L.A. The, he spoke to Politico, which is, I guess, a publication, after a trip to Los Angeles hospitals where he personally delivered a cargo of 50,000 masks. Could you imagine being a frontliner and then you turn around and there's the fucking Terminator or Conan the Barbarian saying, here's your face mask. I cannot really do it, Arnold. What does Arnold sound like again? Ar- Wait, let's Google it so that we can try to impersonate him real quick. Mm-mm-mm. Hasta la vista, baby. Hold on. Hasta la vista. Here we go. I'm going to YouTube it right now. Come on, internet. Let's go. Oh, my God. It's another YouTube commercial. 
What is this? Have you guys seen that YouTube commercial about like it's like a it's like a game, like a mobile game, but it's like a Tagalog speaker. Like it's so weird. It's such a weird. It's such a weird commercial. Anyway, hold on. Hold on. Where's this? How do you say it? Here we go. Here we go. Where's hasta la vista, baby? Come on. Where is the hasta la vista? Hold on, guys. I can't find it. I don't want to. I feel like just skip this podcast like 15 seconds if you want me to. Hold on. Here's the clip. Okay, that's the kid. Hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la vista, baby. Here's some face masks, baby. Okay. I don't know why I wasted your guys' time doing that, but moving on. <laughs> moving on. Good news also in California because I have cousins in California, so I've been keeping up with the news there. Is that the U.S. Surgeon General says that California's aggressive measures did help flatten COVID the the COVID nineteen curve. So that's great news, man. My cousins are in San Diego, but California is fucking huge. I think California is bigger than the Philippines. I think. Hold on, population of California, or sorry, not not population. What am I thinking? Uh, size of California. Size of California. Let's learn something new today. Size of California. It's about 423,000. So uh, 900 size. So 424,000 square kilometers. Okay, size of Philippines. Size of Philippines is 300,000 square kilometers. So California is bigger, has more land area, surface, whatever than the Philippines. That's how big California is. Crazy, right? But of course, the Philippines has more people. So, damn, right? Okay. Uh, are we almost there? Are we almost there, JC? Are we there? Can you just stop, li- you know, stop moistening me up and just stick it in me with Rodrigo Duterte? Do you want? Do you guys want me to do that now? Before we do that, okay, I know, I know, right? I'm like, I'm such a cock tease. Um... Uh, I wanted to, because the last podcast I talked about Sam Morales, right? But I, I was just reading the tweets, like the tweet that, the tweet thread that went viral. So I never really, I never really got to kind of share my thoughts on it. But here we go. Okay. So when I was, when I kind of thought about it, uh, after the fact, you know, this, this Sam Morales lady, she's, she's, she's clearly there's something wrong with her mind, right? There's something wrong there. That she needs professional help. Uh, I was also thinking about like, cause the way I, I came to that conclusion, despite not being, you know, a psycholo- psychiatrist, psychologist, what's the difference? Psychiatrist. Um, is that you, when you're, when you think, when you hear about what she did, when you hear those threads, when you see the victims, your initial, your, your, your thought would be no sane person would ever do this. No regular, normal person would ever do this and and it's true she is not normal she's not sane there is something wrong with her head and i hope that she gets like the treatment that she needs now in terms of people calling for her to get arrested and stuff as much as i would really i think i even mentioned on the podcast like we need to arrest this bitch uh i don't think she broke any laws though I was Googling it and I, I talked to one of my lawyer friends asking like, are there any 
is there any basis for Sam Morales to go to jail? And it doesn't seem like there is, you know? Like, it doesn't seem like... I mean, some people were trying to say that it could be cyber bullying, but I think I don't know if that was. Like, there's no rule for emotional manipulation, is there? I don't think so. So, I mean... Yeah, if you were a psychiatrist, you'd probably it'd be better to send her to a psychiatrist. I mean, a psychiatrist would be like, yeah, I, I think keeping her in jail won't really do anything. Like, it's gonna because a, how long does she deserve to be in jail? Just how long do you think she deserves to be in jail for what she's done? I'd, I'd say a pretty good amount of time, like maybe ten, fifteen years would be a good amount of time. But when she gets out, she's probably gonna be even more mad and like just do the same shit, just a different modus. But yeah, I was talking to my lawyer friend and uh, she was saying that it's not really an actionable wrong. Uh, I had to ask what that meant. So it's kind of complicated, but basically it's something like that. So uh, it, was there any law that, that Sam Morales broke? Or on the other hand, the closer, the one that uh, she agreed with me on that was the, that Bilko guy. What a, what a weird name, huh? Bilko. Possibly, possibly you could make a case for like rape. If you if you read that thread or if you listen to that podcast that I read it, you could make a case. I mean, we don't know how consensual the act was. In the, based on the tweets, it seemed consensual, but we can never really say. I mean, we don't know. Uh, it was it was just good storytelling at the same time because you know you have to admit that whoever made the threat, Jazen Jen Jazen or I forgot I forgot her name, was a very effective storyteller because. It, it caught everyone's attention and at the same time it really painted a whole picture so we don't know if that was just embellishment or like just a way to make it long story short because she did say like you know there were other side stories that she didn't want to get into so yun I mean yun lang masasabi ko na I hope that Sam Morales gets the help that she deserves uh, shout out to all the 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 people out there that have been supporting the victims i think that's really uh great that the people have stood in unity uh, with the victims and haven't been very victim blamey there are some victim blamers still out there uh fuck you <laughs> uh sorry i had to snort um yeah man just you know don't be a dick okay just don't be a dick and just don't catfish people all right Okay, all right, ladies and gentlemen, ready? I just spit on my uh, in my mouth so that I could be ready to take you on. Okay, you guys ready for this? I know you guys are here for this. I know you sat through this. I know some of you probably fast-forwarded just to get to this point in the podcast because you couldn't wait. You just wanted, you just wanted me to fuck Duterte right away, right? And who wouldn't, right? Okay, so here we go. Uh, the, the hashtag, Aus Duterte Now, has been trending. Um, and it's for the reason being, mostly, I mean, it's still, there. I think there were people who wanted him ousted before. But uh, because of a, the he, was it two nights ago? Yeah, two nights ago. So I think that was Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday night. Duterte uh, went on, you know, on TV, uh, on the internet live, and he he had this State of the Nation address 
which didn't really do anything except threaten everyone. <laughs> so he went, he ordered, he ordered his police officers to that those who violate the strict quarantine, he could that he that he can order his he ordered his police officers to shoot. I'm just gonna read a couple like what kayong maggawa ng kalokohan at magrayot uh, at magrayot riot jan because I will order you detained at bibit ano bibitawan ko kayo pagkatapos na wala na itong COVID-19. Yeah, he also threatened to like detain people and if there's never a cure for COVID-19 you're just gonna die there. <sighs> he also said ano pa na? Uh, gulo, barilan o patayan. Uh, I will not hesitate to let my soldiers shoot you. Let me just read that again. I will not hesitate my soldiers to shoot you. My orders are to the police and military that if there is trouble or the situation arises that people fight and your lives are on the line, shoot them dead. Do you understand? First of all, I'd be thinking if I was a police officer or a military person, I'd be like, are you kidding me? But just as a normal person, as a civilian, I cannot spin that in any which way. I mean... How and he also he went off on the you know the left the le- the left leaning people he said remember you leftists you are not the government do not go around causing trouble and riots because I will order you detained until this COVID outbreak ends so you know the left uh, you know that's usually the liberals etc so I'm gonna share my thoughts on on that and political opinions and like why I choose to not really talk about politics which doesn't mean I'm apolitical okay mind you. I hope I'm going to make that clear right now. Actually, I'm going to do it right now. When I say, I've said it on the Halala show, I try to remain, I try to not talk about politics in a public sphere because it's just, it's it's pretty divisive, A. B, there's enough people talking about it. And C, I do talk about it in my personal life because it's a personal thing, Right? It's a personal, uh, your, your, your religion, your anything, religion, you know, those things that are divisive. It's a, it's a, uh, especially politics, which affects everyone. It's a personal choice of how you deal with your political views, right? Uh, and so I think in a, in a way, and I don't know if I'm going to get bashed for this, in a way, for people to say you need to state your political views in a public sphere, like on Twitter or Facebook, I feel is a little unfair. That's just me. But, Here's the thing. I think that you you should stand for something. All right. Now, how you stand for it? You, I mean, the most, the quickest way to show your stand on a political political view is on Facebook or Twitter because it gets to everyone. Because obviously, you're not gonna call your each and every one of your friends and say, "Hey, bro, I want to. I I just want to let you know that I don't agree with this government." Something like that, right? So, social media is the quickest. Now, the reason why for the m- most part of my life, I, I haven't really posted on Twitter or Facebook, uh, like I, I, you know, these, my, my, my political views is because it's a personal thing. But when it comes to, when, when action needs to be done, I feel like I do speak up. And it's not like, cause I think when people are saying, don't be apolitical, I think what they're targeting, and I hope it's not me, is like the people that don't care which way, either way. Because I care. I, ho- I want you to know that I care about politics 
because it involves everyone, myself and everyone. But I don't think that we should ever force someone to share their opinion. Now, of course, speaking up when you when you feel like you need to really speak up is important. And I have tweeted. I posted an Instagram story as well, making my side very clear on this matter about this Aus Duterte thing. But I think we should just remember that when when you're telling people don't remain apolitical, we also have to remember that it's not necessarily about if they tweet or not. I think that we have to be, rise above that, right? You know, uh, me, myself, uh, me, myself, and I, <laughs> me, myself, my Instagram following is, is, is r- r- bigger. I, I would just say it's bigger than the normal person who isn't in media or isn't like, you know, uh, in, in broadcast. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would venture to say that I have more Instagram followers than maybe 95% of the world. I think we could agree with that, right? I mean, I have 18-something thousand followers. So, in a way, in a way, having that platform kind of puts more pressure on people like me who have a lot of followers to speak out because there are people who look and listen and, and uh, you know, and they they are influenced by us. That Hence the term influencers, right? So, in that in that sense, I could understand being called out for saying, why aren't you using your platform to speak up? But I, I, I did. I did already. And it's not because of the pressure. It's because I felt like now, now, for this is the time when you really, there's no, there's no spinning this, this, this shoot them dead. There's no way you can spin this in a way that could make me feel like, Maybe there's another side to this because there's fucking not, okay? I don't care how hard the, the trolls work overtime. There's no point of view. How can you, especially, oh my God, guys, especially in a pandemic, a time of crisis, you're looking, you're like, you're sitting at home and you're looking to the, the, the person who the majority, huh, the majority chose to lead this country. And you look at him and you're like, I hope he guides us. I hope he tells us that there's good news. I hope he tells us where the funding, like that whatever billions that they, emergency powers, like where is it going to go? Is it going to go to mass testing? Is it going to do this? No, this, this fucker said, I will not hesitate to order the police and military to shoot you guys. How can you even say that? Like that is like even if he wasn't a president, if you're just if you're looking to someone to lead you, I guarantee you that is never, never in the playbook of of how to become an effective leader during a time of crisis. No, sir. Nuh-uh. You cannot you cannot sway me on this one. There are a lot of times when he's made speeches. And I, I felt like people kind of could also be nitpicking in terms of like, you know, if he's rambling, whatever. Okay, cool, he's rambling. He's just not coherent. You know, you could make a case for it being, you know, maybe he just has something else in mind. But this, this was very clear to me, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm all for political opinions. I'm all for open discussions. But don't discuss this with me. You cannot, I, I know it sounds closed off. 
But I, I really am closing off my doors on this, just this particular discussion. You cannot tell me that that was a good way to lead the people. Please, don't try to spin it for me, okay? Like, don't. Because I know that I know the typical what what's gonna be said, right? I mean, I checked. There was another hashtag that went trending called "I stand with the president," and you know, for some, I res I respect that there's some people who who stand by their political views, but these political views are just views. You can turn to the other side and look the other way for a little bit. Your views do not define you. Well, at least. They they are not concrete. I'm sorry. I don't mean. I, I'll take that back. Your views, I guess, could define you, but they are not concrete. You you are not stuck with your political views. You do not have to remain on the same side or whatever. Just because you you identify as whatever Dilawan, left, right, DDS, whatever, you know. So there are people saying, you know, calling him Tatai and like, first of all, if my daddy said that to me, <laughs> believe you me, believe you me, I would, I would be like, nah, that's bad parenting, you know? Uh, geez, it's just, there's so many, so you know, that when, that when people are going to defend this, they're going to say like, oh, he's just trying to keep order. He's just trying to tell us, like, you know, that we need to follow the government. But the fact, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the fact that he says that we are not the government, meaning the people. And I know he was targeting the left, but the left are also the people. The fact that he thinks that the government doesn't really involve the people, the constituents, that just speaks volumes for me. Because it's like we're separate, but we're not. It's a it's a democracy, right? We voted because, I mean, the people who voted here voted because that was their voice. That was their act in government. That was their part in government. And to say, he said, he said, wag nyong subukan ang go, ano, gobyerno. Kasi ang gobyerno, ito hindi inutil. Like, we are not, don't try the government. You know, don't, don't come and, don't come after us. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, this was, for me, the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't even know if I'm using that. It sounds super sexy because to say straw. <laughs> Let me see. Straw that broke the camel's back meaning. I, I don't want to say that if I don't really know it. The idiom, the straw that broke the camel's back alludes to the proverb that proverb that it is the last straw that breaks the camel's back, describing the seemingly minor or routine action that causes an unpredictably large and sudden reaction. Oh, I'm so smart, JC. Thank you for listening in class, JC, because now you can use these idioms and sound really, really intellectual, even though you're not. <laughs> so yeah, man, uh, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Meaning for me, I have been quiet really relatively quiet on social media i mean uh on ter in terms of politics and whatever but i have to talk about it and i think the quickest way is on this well for me the most real and effective way is here on the podcast because a tweet can only do so much a tweet you it's hard to explain every side of yourself in a tweet 
So that's why I'm doing it here on the podcast. Uh, so if anyone ever says, hey, how come you don't speak about government? Just point them out to, I'm going to point them to my own podcast and say, I, I probably talk more about politics than you have in your 180 characters or whatever the Twitter character limit is now. You know? So yeah, don't remain apolitical. But that doesn't mean you have to share everything about your political views online. I think that's just how I see it, okay? That's just my point of view. If you don't agree with that, if you feel like I need to share every fucking detail about what I feel about the government, my that that's just that's just like my, you know, that's just my feed is going to just be full of 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 different things, good and bad. Like I, does, I, here's another, okay. Here's another, uh, just on the other end of things. Para lang ano, para lang fair. I do share a lot of news about politicians that I support. So does that mean that I'm not being apolitical by doing that already? I'm being political by sharing these things? Because I think it is, right? You're showing who's, which, which officials you support, which, 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 um, which laws and policies you support by, let's say, let's say, for example, that there's a gay marriage bill that's on the, uh, on for up for proposal. So if I share it on my Twitter and say, please support this, we need same sex marriage to go through, that's being political already, right? So I just I just wanted that to be clear. Okay. That A, I'm not apolitical, and B, please do not force people to share their thoughts on social media if they don't want to because they probably are political now you can call them out in person first do not do it do not do it in public guys talk phone them have a conversation be a human being don't be a because you know as much as we hate trolls and and keyboard warriors by calling someone out without first trying to reach out to them in person doesn't really make you much different i'm so i don't mean to compare you to a troll Okay, and I'm sure most of you are sensible enough to understand that I'm not trying to compare you to these fucking paid troll fuckers. But if you're going to call someone out for something that you don't really agree with, and it's not like, you know, it's not like they're a rapist or a murderer. It's like, you know, they're just maybe missing. You think that they're misinformed. Give them a phone call, man. First of all, you should only be calling out people that you kind of really know. I guess. I don't know. Maybe not. But I take that back. But let's say I'm trying to, if I see my friend posting something and he's my friend, uh, and I'm like, oh man, I don't really agree with that. I wouldn't post a Facebook status and tag him for the rest of my people. Some of them, some of the, I mean, you know, basically when you post something on Twitter, it it goes to everyone who follows you. So, and obviously there are going to be people who don't know your friend, who don't know what they're like who don't know how to talk to them. So the only way that they're going to try to educate is a, it's a very generic way of educating, which is here are the facts, and usually it's I'm not going to listen to you. That's what it is. We we tend to just close it all off. And for, for good reason for a lot of them, especially a lot of trolls, there's no reasoning with trolls, really. But if it's your friend who's not a troll, at least in your mind, don't call them out by tagging them in something that other people can see who don't know your friend. Go give them a fucking phone call. Text them and say, hey, dude, hey, girl, girl, can we talk for 20 minutes? If there was no COVID-19, it's better to meet them in person. 
so you can look them in the eyes and show how genuine you are about how you care for them. Please do not call people out like that. Now, though, I'm, I'm not like the Sam Morales thing. That's different. Okay, that's a different case, and I I think I made it clear also that I'm not a big fan of cancel culture, but I think Sam Morales did deserve that. But it's different, you know what I mean? Just try to try to understand the difference that I'm trying to make here. Okay, so here's like okay, a lot of people are giving uh, heat for uh, what's your name, Michelle D. For saying, I choose to be positive and spread positivity, light, love, and smile. And there should be nothing wrong with that. And she got bashed a lot. Now, here's where I kind of, I kind of sit on this, uh, I sit on this fence where I'm like, yeah, okay, like you should, I know that, but you also have to remember, check your privilege and whatever. But at the same time, it's, it's a tweet. I've said this so many times, Diba. It's a tweet that, like, she cannot write everything in that tweet. She cannot write. She she wanted to spread positivity to her followers, and then, but people are now calling her out for being like, check your privilege, which I get, I understand, but if she put it underneath, it, let's just say that she she tweeted this. I choose to be positive, spread positivity, light, love, and smile, blah, blah, blah. And there should be nothing wrong with that. And then underneath, she put she puts uh, BTW, I'm checking my privilege. Would that be enough to appease everyone? I don't think so. People just don't like Michelle D. And, you know, she's kind of a, she's kind of douchey sometimes. And she kind of does have like a little bit of a, you know, like a, ang laki ng ulo mo vibe. But it, you know, don't get pressed over this. Just let it go. She, I think she was trying to spread positivity to her, her, her followers. Now, here's the thing. If she said, if she said this message and then tweeted later, like, I want the poor to, the poor should just suck it up and, and, you know, wait for their food. Then, then you can call her out. Then you can be like, fuck you. Then you could retweet that and say, check your privilege. But she was just saying, I choose to spread positivity, light, love, and smile. And there should be nothing wrong with it. And for me, there is nothing wrong with that. You know? And I I, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of heat for that. But just let it go. If you want to, if you see this tweet and it, and it irks you, there are bigger things to worry about, people. There are bigger problems to care about. Than to call out someone on a tweet that's kind of vague, very general, and doesn't seem to be attacking anyone. Now, if you can, you can make a case. You can make, you can spin any tweet. You can spin any tweet into a, 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 a side. Like, I could tweet, I love pancakes. And someone could say, yeah, but do you love your government? Stop tweeting about pancakes. Check your privilege. Not everyone can eat pancakes, you bitch. Someone could say that and it would become a political thing. Not everything. Not everything has to be political. Granted, Michelle D, I'm checking Twitter, 1.1 million followers, right? So obviously people are going to be like, why aren't you tweeting about the government? Which I mentioned before. But what if she just has her own personal things? That's the problem of the influencer generation, right? We expect all these people to speak out. And, you know, for me personally, if you have a big pl- platform, you probably should. But 
we cannot force people to speak out if they don't want to and if they want to if they want to keep it personal here's the thing they should speak out if they want to but if they're not speaking out i hope that they're not remaining apolitical in a person on a personal level that's my final say on this should we oust Duterte, JC? I know you're. That's the question. I don't want this dude in the office. You know, I don't want him in the office. He's trying to use fear tactics to scare us. You know, people are saying that he's creating fear in us so that we don't rebel, we don't riot, which leads me to people's. You know, which leads me to actually looking into. Uh, you know, the people power movement. Cause I was, I went on, on IG live yesterday besides shitting on Aquaman for like 40 minutes. I had this thought about people power, right? And people power, the most recent people power, which people power two was in 2001. And it made me think about the first, just the, how the hell did they set that up? Right? I mean, in 2001, I think there was text messaging, but there was definitely no Facebook. There was no Twitter. There's no Telegram. There's no WhatsApp. There's no. There must have been email. No, there must have been email. But who had who had internet back then in 2001? Like who did the general population have internet? Like mass internet? No, there was no data on phones. I think the phones there were the ones that if you drop from a building, they would survive when they land on the ground. You know those Nokia phones. So it just made me really. It was so. It made me think about in my head like how the hell did they set up? a people power one and two without using the internet. It's so impressive to me. It's really fucking impressive. And yeah, uh, so EDSA 2 was from Jan 17 to Jan 20, 2001. So it was four days. Uh, please forgive me because I didn't grow up in the Philippines, so I didn't study Philippine history. And I didn't really, so I've just kind of just been learning as I go in the last few days. So it just begs to begs the question, how will we do a people power three and how, will it be effective? Because um, I, I just think that there's going to be, well, actually, no, hold on. I'm Googling it right now. There is an EDSA three, which was May is 2001. So I guess it would be people power four. Would it be? Basically, what I'm the, the, the point I'm trying to make is in 2020. It should be way easier to set up some sort of revolution, right? Make it a Facebook group. Do it through Telegram groups. Viber group chat. Zoom. You know, let's just make sure we don't get, uh, what's the, what's the term I learned? Zoom bombed by some, some like DDS person who wants to, you know, destroy our plans. But yeah. Just I wanted to say like it's I think it would be really easy in this day and age to set up a mass gathering of some sort. I mean group group there you know there are Facebook groups there are there are events there are Facebook events that you can now set up. I mean could you imagine seeing that invite going around like Aus Duterte party <laughs> with location Edsa anywhere? <laughs> um, yeah, dudes. Uh. That's just my thoughts on that. I know it might sound a little convoluted because honestly, it is. It's convoluted in my head. I'm not that well. I'm not that politically versed. So if you're going to take my political opinions and go with it, don't do that. You can agree with me, but also make sure that you you, you are able to stand on your own and, and say why you believe in the things that you believe in. And me, I believe in a leader that doesn't threaten their people during a time of crisis or ever. 
I believe in a leader that that doesn't that that will that that has that discloses where our taxpayer money is going. I believe in a leader that comes up with action plans and addresses the nation and and serves to inspire hope and, and uh, not to give threats to the public. So that's my political stance. If you stand on that side, please make sure it's because you feel that way, not because I feel that way. And that's the thing with influencers. I'm not saying I am, but if we're going to look to influencers to speak up, remember that if they do, and if you don't like what they say, you can just unfollow. That means you're not following the influencers that are that speak to you on that level. Right? So stop bashing people that don't really deserve to be bashed, I think. That's just how I'm saying. Like, Does Michelle D deserve to be bashed? Maybe. But for that tweet, that specific, I'm, I'm talking about that isolated tweet, no. If someone, if a non-influencer posted that tweet, it would be a non-issue. All right? Just my personal opinion on that. All right? If you want to bash me, you can uh, Instagram me at <laughs> Tevez of the Best. Uh, if you have differing opinions, you know, I respect it. But if you're going to try to sway me that threatening to, to to shoot the people that are hungry who just want food is a good way to govern the people, just miss me with that. Just take the time. Don't waste your time. I won't even reply to you. All right? Uh, also, remember, don't reply to trolls. Uh, they get money apparently because of that. So don't do that. Just block them. Leave them be. Let them talk to themselves. Just just let it go. Be an Elsa in a world full of... I can't think of a person. <laughs> let it go. All right. I'm going to head out of here. Have a great rest of your Friday. Uh, take care. And if you do have any questions, please, Tevez of the best on Instagram. You can also follow my personal account as well. And I'll catch you all on Tuesday. Take it easy. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 